Welcome to the Bill Barnwell Show. I am Bill Barnwell today. Very excited about this guest, a regular contributor to the Bill Barnwell Show. Wanted to have him back on to pick our favorite of the props that have been posted for players for the upcoming season at the Caesar Sportsbook. Had to bring back Mr. Will Brinson of CBS. Will, how are you, my friend? Bill, I'm doing well. Uh, you know, I can't remember how long, I don't know how long it's been since we podcasted, and I can't remember if the last time we podcasted, I feel like we were doing Caesars. Um, it's nice that both ESPN and CBS Sports are respective employers for hopefully a very long time moving forward. Um, both use Caesars currently, and hopefully a very long time moving forward as well. But uh, it makes it easy to sort of have that synergy when we pick props. Um it's the it's the it's the slowest time of the year in the NFL, and yet it is a fleeting moment in the, uh, <laughs> in the, There's the so annual much calendar. Stuff. There's so much stuff to look at, even now, even like the deadest part of the year. Remember when we used to, have to make stuff up? Like <laughs> now, I mean, now it's like now it's like you. I mean, like I was on CBS Sports HQ, mm-hmm. shameless plug. Mm-hmm. Um, and we were talking, we were talking like Super Bowl exactas. <laughs> June 22nd when we record this and you can bet on like, offensive player of the year. I mean, you used to not be able to like see in like a Super Bowl, Super Bowl odds until August. Mm-hmm. And now it's like offensive player of the year in, in June. You might come back player of the year now. It's bizarre. It's insane. Don't, 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 don't bet on that by the way. Cause yeah, if Demar Hamlin plays, he's winning. <laughs> yeah. I mean, par- parlay it with, if you can get Demar Hamlin over a snap, the upcoming season Ooh. uh get there which I, I don't i don't think they have snap total props yet although i'd be very interested if they started posting you, can bet, you can bet on matthew judon's sack total bill it's wild what 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 a, what a world we live in here. beautiful world we're going to talk about that world today will we're going to hit some of our favorite props that have been posted i i took a few of these when they first got posted a couple weeks ago some of them have moved i'll mention uh, where they have moved. But Will, you are the guest. You are the gambling expert here. I want to turn things ah. over to you. Please start us off. Give us a prop. And if you can explain how this prop works to the audience, maybe some of the people who are uninitiated to player props, please uh, go ahead. Sure. So um, right now it's Caesars, I believe. And you know, I compliment Caesars for their wide variety and selection of props. I will now criticize Caesars for their organization of said props because, well, I mean, Bill, we're going to put total regular season passing yards, number of passing yards thrown by a quarterback or any player listed, touchdown passes, rushing touchdowns, rushing yards, all clumped together. And then for some reason down at the bottom, a little further down, receiving yards is separate. I mean, mm-hmm. just be a little more organized, Caesars. That's all I'm asking. You know, I know wow. you got a, a vast array of properties and whatnot. All I'm asking, a little bit more organization on the website. Um, <laughs> I'm going to start in the rushing touchdown category. Okay. And I, and this is, I mean, you're right. To explain to the audience, this is total number of rushing touchdowns. Mm-hmm. In other words, how many times will the listed ball carrier cross the goal line with a football in his hands and have mm-hmm. it counted for six points 
over the course of 17 games. I don't think you need to explain what, touch, <laughs> what touchdowns are to the audience. I think I think if they're listening to this show, they already have that part down. But please, go ahead with the prop. I'm sorry. I'm feeling froggy. <laughs> feeling a little froggy today. Um, so I'm going to go with one that's juiced to the over. And I'm going to take the under here, Bill. And okay. I think, actually, I think this is actually an important thing to uh, point out to the audience is that mm-hmm. if we were... If we're recording this in late June, yep, and there's nothing wrong with taking it over, I've got one or two overs on here, I think, that we'll, we'll talk about. Mm-hmm. But generally speaking, if you are betting on player props in the month of June yes. or July, you should probably be looking for unders. That's correct. Or, or win totals or anything because football is a weird... Um, you know, it's an inflated pig bottom. Um, it bounces in funny ways, and there's lots of injuries. And if someone takes half a snap, uh, one snap in the season, they would count that player prop if they take one snap and, and get hurt. Right? Tom Brady mm-hmm. got hurt in the first game in 2008. It happens to everybody. Mm-hmm. So, unders is the way I will be looking on the show. And I will start with Lamar Jackson. Okay. Under. Rushing six and a half rushing touchdowns. Wow. Okay. Uh, you you actually sound you sound actually surprised, not, Bill. Not what I was expecting. Please go right? ahead. It's, it's Tell me very it. very anti me. I'm, I'm I'm off I'm off brand today. Um, 2019, Lamar Jackson won MVP. 15 games, 176 rushing attempts, 1,206 rushing yards, 6.9 yards per attempt. That is first. That was first in the NFL that year. Only of those 176 had 26 red zone rushing attempts, 1.7 per game. I'm not going to go through every year, but I will tell you that he had two per game red zone rushing attempts in 2020, 1.3 in 2021, 1.6 in 2022. Lamar Jackson has had over 100 rushing attempts every single year of his career. He has never had more than seven rushing touchdowns, five, seven, seven, two, and three. Now, the last two years, he missed, um, I believe, four and five games, respectively, but played 12 games each of those two seasons. The difference this year, Todd Munkin is in town, mm-hmm. the new offense, and more importantly, Bill, Lamar Jackson has a brand new massive contract. When you, it, If you own a 1970 pickup truck, 1970 <sighs> Toyota Slime Green pickup truck, hypothetically, okay. 1972, hypothetically speaking, my parents had on a farm back in the day mm-hmm. and you own a 2022 Ferrari. Which mm-hmm. one are you more likely to drive recklessly? Probably the, <laughs> probably the Ferrari. But the point being is it's like, you don't care about beating up the old truck. Mm-hmm. You do care about buying a brand new car and beating it up. You want to take care of it. You don't want to rush it in the red zone. JK Dobbins is in a contract here. Probably mm-hmm. not going to get paid before the season, mm-hmm. but they feed him the ball a bunch down low. I don't see how Lamar Jackson, to me, this is, it is surprising this is juicy over because he's maxed out at seven his entire career. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, I certainly feel like it would be a change in his usage towards running the football more often, which seems quite odd to me. So, so explain how this prop would work then, given the number that's out there, Will. If, if Lamar rushes for seven touchdowns in week one, we lose. We lose if if you're just for some touchdowns. We across across all the all the year we lose. But yeah, if Lamar Jackson, year, yeah. like you said, if Lamar Jackson gets injured in week one and he's out for the year, and you bet the under, 
you are good. A couple years ago, yep. I had preseason bets on the under on John Brown uh, in 2021. John Brown was not on a roster at that point, so I was a little confused as to why he was <laughs> being offered uh, as a player. Being player. offered, he he did not catch a single pass all year, but did play. He played what appears to be 19 snaps. How do you have John Brown snaps in front of you that fast, Bill? Uh, I looked up Tom Brown when we talked about the uh, okay. the Tom Brady under. I'm like, I'm going to tell my John Brown story. Ah. I was like, what? "What?" I was like, "What kind of sick setup do you have going here, Barnwell?" <laughs> I have access to ProFootballReference.com on my computer. Um, John Brown, yeah, did not do well. So, you know, realistically, this is a bet on a couple of things: Lamar Jackson staying healthy, and even if Lamar Jackson does stay healthy, the idea that he's not going to be a, fo- a focal point of their rushing attack near the goal line. So, I-, I think I really love those kind of bets where you're betting the under right now. And even if a guy plays for a full season, you think it's probably in question that he gets there. And then you have all those advantages of, well, maybe he doesn't make it the entire season. Maybe he doesn't, uh, you know, have the same role we're expecting. Maybe he gets hurt. You're not rooting for someone to get hurt, but you also want to have that in your favor if you're going to be putting money on uh, one side of these bets heading into the season, which leads me to my first prop. Well, and a player who I, I feel like fits these criteria and i look at uh, of the philadelphia eagles rashad penny Ooh. and his under for rushing yards which was 685 and a half it's now 625 and a half for a player who got virtually no guaranteed money from the eagles heading into this season which means he might not even make the full uh week one roster there's some talk about him getting starting on the uh I believe injured reserve list for the first few weeks of the year. He has not been healthy for the pretty much the entirety of his career. He has one stretch uh, of his entire career where he's been healthy and played significantly and been awesome. I mean that 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 final five week stretch of the year in Seattle in twenty twenty one, he had six seventy one rushing yards in those five games alone. He led and, the league in rushing yards per in yards per attempt that year. Yeah, I mean he he's he's a incredible player and in a great rushing attack, but. There's competition for that role. The contracts don't lend itself to him being a, a guy that they see as a featured back. And the injury possibilities are incredibly high here. So hope Rashad Penny stays healthy when it comes to his real life. Hope he has a great season. But in terms of the, the player props, I would say Rashad Penny at even 625, let alone 685, was a pretty tempting under possibility. Um, do you believe, Bill, that the 685 to 625 move was a result of the sharp nature of your wagering, or is no. that because they traded for DeAndre Swift? No, uh, <laughs> I, I don't believe there's someone. There's like a light that goes off at Caesars, and you know, in the back of the Paris, where they say, "Oh, Barnwell, oh, we got to move it." Uh, you know, there, there's no alarm that goes off. I will say that there is actually an alarm that goes off at Caesars in various spots, and I'm. This is not even a shameless plug because it's not for anything that I do. But um, uh, Evan Silva and Adam Levitan mm-hmm. who do uh, great work at EstablishTheRun.com. When they release props, they move. And I, I had one, I think, that crossed over with one of theirs even after mm-hmm. they put it out. I, I wasn't going to use it just because you know I like to do my own. Sure. Um, but uh, when they release when they release props, they move. They, the alarm actually does go off. I believe. They have, they have an alarm with Evan Silva's face on it. Uh, <laughs> it's a very tall alarm. It's a very tall alarm in the back of the Paris. One of these guys, by the way, 
is, <laughs> and I, 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 this pains me to say it, but one of DeAndre Swift, I don't think it'll be Kenneth Gainwell. Don't think it'll be Boston Scott. Mm-hmm. So one of DeAndre Swift, Rashad Penny, and dare I say, Trey Sermon is probably getting released before the season starts in Philadelphia. I forgot Trey Sermon was there. I'm not going to lie. I have to yeah. be honest. That's why you took the under on Rashad Penny because you 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 knew that Trey Sermon, the man, a man who has cost me something with a comma involved. Oh no! <laughs> oh, yeah, easily. Um, just an underdog traps. Uh, it was lurking there to steal carries. Oh no! Okay, well, well, let's let's get you some money back, Will. Let's hit another of your player props. Okay. Um, I actually want to ask you about this one, but I'm not going to give it out just because mm-hmm. it relates to the Eagles. Jalen Hurts over under 725 and a half rushing yards. Mm. But what's interesting, I think, is his at Caesars, his rushing touchdown total is 11 and a half. Wow. And the under is minus 135, mm-hmm. which is very interesting for someone who I believe had. 18 rushing touchdowns across the playoff, including the playoffs last year, mm-hmm. um, had 10 in 2021 and 13 in 2022. I, I just, I, I, I find it interesting that the, the number is where it is. Mm-hmm. And obviously, you know, if people have been hammering the over, which it wouldn't, you wouldn't want to do at this point in time of the year, mm-hmm. um, you would have, you would have seen it move, but it's juiced the under. I, I just think it's interesting that, same sort of principles, Lamar Jackson. One, you're talking about red zone carries, so a little bit fluky. Two, quarterback with a new contract. Mm-hmm. Three, injuries, and especially with a guy like I, I it's just I'm sort of posing this as a: Do you think the Eagles would run Jalen Hurts less this year? Mm-hmm. Question. They might run him less, but I think if they're going to run him, it's going to be on push sneaks, and yeah. so because they didn't change it this offseason, right? So I think that's my that's my big concern is like that's where he ends up getting the football most often. So. I wouldn't take the under personally. <laughs> yeah, I, that would be a stay away for me. Um, but is that is that your that's not your pick? No, though. no, no. What, I was what, just, just while we we're talking Eagles, I thought I would throw it out there. Uh, instead, I will stick with the Russian quarterback uh, theme here mm-hmm. and take the under on Justin Fields at eight hundred seventy-five and a half rushing yards. Interesting. Yes. Okay. So Pete Prisco, uh, my colleague, was on the Pick Six podcast recently. And said he thinks Fields. I mean, I don't know if Pete, Pete's Pete's been around this league for a long time. It's true. Don't know that he's not always right, but sometimes he is. And he thinks Fields is going to have around eighty rushing attempts this year. Wow, which would be a significant drop from last season when Justin Fields had one hundred and sixty rushing attempts. Obviously, half of that. Mm-hmm. His first five games last year: forty-two carries, one hundred ninety-four yards. Right, that's four point six yards per attempt. That's I don't know, probably normal for a human who plays football and, and, and quarterback in the NFL. Mm-hmm. His final ten games of the year last year, one hundred eighteen carries, nine hundred forty nine yards for eight yards per attempt, which is not normal for a human being who plays quarterback in the NFL. Right. I don't think that the Bears can allow that to be a sustainable slash functional offense. And I think mm-hmm. that the improvements on the offensive line, the you know, they really improved the running back situation, but I don't think that matters all that much. Mm-hmm. They did improve the wide receiver situation. That's true. Um, no not Chase Claypool, but DJ Moore is in town. And with a better offensive line, better weapons of the passing game, 
And I think Luke Getze, you know, you saw how they altered the offense last year. They mm-hmm. realized, all right, we stink. He has no one to throw to. The offensive line is a major problem. Let's use more design runs. At the same time, because the offensive line was so bad, Justin Fields was, I think he led the league and I think he led all quarterbacks in rushing attempts and all and was the most sacked player last year. Wow. But he's definitely top five in both of those categories. He's going to be have less design runs. He will be sacked less. He will be running for his life less. Just all overall less rushing attempts, I think. And then you look at the schedule, Bill. Green Bay to start. Tampa Bay and Green Bay could be bad, could be good. We don't know. Jordan Love, total wild card. But Tampa Bay and Washington, the first five games, like those are games where the Bears, if they're not favored, they'll at least, it'll be close to a pick them. They could have a lead. They could be running the ball. And then Arizona and Atlanta in their final three games of the year. Arizona, at the very least, even if Kyler Murray's back, you'd think the Bears would be favored there and would be running the ball late versus having Justin Fields do all kinds of crazy stuff to try and force a comeback like he did last year. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. So I think at some point, like Justin Fields' instincts after being chased like a a goose for two years is going to be just to run for his life. Have you ever chased a goose? I've never chased a goose. Don't um, don't don't f with goose geese, man. They, you, chase, they chase you, dude. They chase me. <laughs> oh, geese are terrifying. Uh, that never occurred to me. I I never had to worry about geese not being my friend. Um, but I I grew up in New York City. This is not a problem in New York City. I'm I'm I think I'm more scared of geese than snakes. What? Way <laughs> <laughs> did you hear? Um, <laughs> was on. Uh, That's wild. <laughs> and I, I, yeah, uh, probably not true. Sk- snakes are actually there's like a like six foot black snake. No, maybe, maybe like three foot black snake mm-hmm. out in front of my parents' like front door at their farm last weekend. I walked out. With Rob, my son, and I were going out to like get some like something for the the fridge out there. And we're oh, like, no. I was like, hey, buddy, come here, look at this snake. Oh no, because yeah. you're 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 the dad. You're the one who has to take responsibility in that situation I no, 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 this is but this is this is this snake is like the like they like this snake why do they like this snake it's a black snake he doesn't doesn't bite you it, i mean I'll, I'll text you the video after we get done here it is it, uh, we watched the snake i mean it, it might it might have been six feet long like it was a huge snake yeah i'm i'm gonna stand by my previous statement which is i don't care if he's my friend or not i don't want to i don't <laughs> want my my memory of which snakes are friends and which snakes are not <laughs> It is not stronger than my desire to run away before I have to remember. The, the good news yeah. is, you, the good news is geese. I'm telling you, geese are scarier than snakes, man. I'm ready, just nervous about going anywhere. Who, who's on get up? Who's on get up this week? Instead, he's like, I would have burned that snake. Oh no, I have no idea. But that, <laughs> because if that snake was in my house, I would have set him on fire and watched him burn. <laughs> it's like, and Greeny was like, "What? Did you say you would have set him on fire?" He's like, "Yeah, set him on fire." Yeah, I mean, I, I I don't know that I would have had access to fire. I would have been running, jumped out the window. Uh, but absolutely, I don't know how we got. I, this, this is my fault that we got from Justin Fields. This is the okay. the La Colombe triple latte. <laughs> this podcast is proud to be supported by Jets Pizza, the number one pick in Detroit style pizza. Why? It's simple. Jets is better with the thickest, crispiest, cheesiest Detroit style pizza in the country. There is no 
competition. And right now, get $5 off any eight-corner pizza with code 8SAVE. That's the number eight, S-A-V-E. Go to JetsPizza.com to learn more and find a Jets Pizza location near you. Again, try Jets Signature 8-Corner Pizza and get $5 off with code 8SAVE. That's number 8, S-A-V-E. Jets Pizza, better because it has to be. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. I'll give you one more rushing under here. I'll go with Kenneth Walker under. Sure. Rushing, he was at a thousand and a half. He's now at nine fifty five and a half. And to me, I think this is just a a reflection on you know sort of sort of where this this rushing game stands. I I, I think there's always a lean towards the incumbent when it comes to situations. Kenneth Walker, you know, is coming into his second season. It kind of felt like he was maybe a guy who could make a big leap. The Seahawks just drafted Zach Charbonnet, who's drafted with the same draft capital as they use on Kenneth Walker. And I think that tells you, number one, Pete Carroll loves running backs, which is, you know, it's Pete, makes sense. But tells you that they were not maybe as thrilled with Kenneth Walker as public perception was because you, they had a lot of picks. You certainly could afford a luxury selection. Having depth at running back is fine. But Kenneth Walker's success rate was terrible last year. It was all home runs for Kenneth Walker. He was one of the least efficient running backs in football on a snap-by-snap basis. Now, it hopes hit some home runs, man, and they were fun to watch. And he's yeah. got a half a role in this offense. But Charbonnet, I think, is a better receiver. Charbonnet is someone who is going to be, you know, a regular part of this offense. There's a chance that Charbonnet wins the job, and Kenneth Walker is the the number two. I, I don't think. Wow, that's, Bill. I, I don't think that's like that's the most. But, but it's, it's, there's definitely a path. Yeah, it's certainly a pathway. It's, there's it's absolutely a path to that happening, and you have the path of Kenneth Walker possibly getting injured. You have the path to. The running game not being very effective. Like there's lots of ways you can hit that under. So, like Kenneth Walker, I think he's an exciting player, but I just think, you know, we're we're sort of holding on to our prior that he was the guy in Seattle. And given what they drafted this offseason, I don't know if that's the case. I think it's interesting to note as well that in 2022, which was the second season under Shane Waldron. We saw the Seahawks uh, pass rate over expectation, 1.5%, and a 63% overall pass rate. They're 66% in 2020. I think, I don't know, I don't know about you, but like, I think with 2020 stats, sometimes you kind of have to chunk them out the window. Yeah. I'm with you there. And like, you know, Russ was, you know, it's just, I mean, it was just a really weird, really weird year uh, on planet Earth, Bill. Um, But, 60% Uh, 60% in 2021 and 63% in 2022, they weren't afraid to chunk it around with Geno Smith. Uh, yeah, I, I think Kenneth Walker, to the way that he runs, you, know, you talk about those term runs and um, very sort of beast mode light, mm-hmm. just, in, just in terms of how aggressively he, you know, like you see him get on that edge and it's not like a Dalvin Cook where he glides and all of a sudden he's off into space with no one around him. It's like Kenneth Walker looks for looks for contact it feels like and when you run like that it's awesome and it's fun to watch and respect the hell out of it but it also leads to injuries which 
you know, there's another out that, again, we're not rooting for, but you never know when it comes to uh, running back. So, yeah, I, I think I think your decision to fade the entirety of the 2021 or 2022 Seahawks uh, running back depth chart with these unders is, uh, is, is, is a smart play. Yes, absolutely. Okay, give me another another one of your props, Will. Okay, I'm going to go back. I'm going to go to something that's a, lo- a lot more me. Okay. And that's an over. Okay, let's hit it. Uh, Joe Burrow. Mm. Over passing yards, 4,425 and a wow. half. Bill. That is a monster number. Yeah. And it's not one that I'm thrilled about taking the over on, but Joe Burrow for his career, 280.3 yards per game. Over 17 games, that equals out to 4,765.1 yards over the course of a season. Now, you might say, well, what if he sits? That is possible. The Bengals could be so good, Bill, that Joe Burrow sits at the end of the year, except except I don't think that's very likely considering that Week 17, yeah, they were. he was good enough to sit in 2021. That's right. Week 17, they play at Kansas City. Mm. Like... And I know that you know if they win, and that's the sort of you know it's a catch, it's a it cuts both ways, I guess. Not catch mm-hmm. too, but it cuts both ways. If they, for some reason, were to go into Kansas City and win, then that would probably put them in a position where he might sit in Week 18. That would be a problem for this over. However, I think one of the things that we're forgetting about with Joe Burrow is that in 2020 he was a rookie in a pandemic year. Again, weird year for Planet Earth. Tough year to be a rookie, even if you're the number one overall pick and got the playbook early. Mm-hmm. In 2021, Joe Burrow was coming off a torn ACL and was spending, you saw it, in tw- and, and then in 2022, he had the uh, burst appendix. Mm-hmm. They started slow, and they ran the ball a ton. Now, he threw it 53 times to start this year so against Pittsburgh, but he wasn't throwing, he wasn't throwing downfield. They, they were just, you could tell the offense was different for Joe Burrow to start the season. Mm-hmm. After he tore his ACL in, in his rookie year, it was very clear the, the last two years that there's been a don't let Joe get hurt early in the season mandate from mm-hmm. management. Mm-hmm. The Bengals threw 66% of the time last year. It was, I think, the second in the NFL in terms of their uh, pass rate, 7.6% pass percent pass rate over expectation. Mm-hmm. That 66% pass rate was the 11th highest by a team since 2020. When you take in the fact that Joe Burrow should be healthy to start the year, and again, we can't predict emergency injuries, of course, but if he's healthy to start the year, I think the Bengals come out throwing a lot more aggressively to start the season. Mm-hmm. And I think we see big Burrow games earlier in the year than we have the last two seasons, and Burrow gets to 5,000 passing yards. You kind of talked me into it. Really? I, I, I was skeptical, but now I feel like I'm, I'm on board. Because I, I felt your skepticism about me fading to the biggest rushing Playmaking quarterbacks in the NFL. <laughs> Start this. I, I, I'm intrigued. You have you are hitting different things than I I am. So I I appreciate that. I mean, you're you're absolutely right, Joe Burrow. The situation should be better this year in terms of beginning of the season. And I think Orlando the, Brown too. I did. Show Orlando that. Brown helps and the competitiveness of the AFC North. Remember, Lamar. The Ravens were leading the division each of the last two years when Lamar Jackson got hurt. And that opened up the door for the Bengals. They might have won the division anyway, but that might might have been the difference between the Bengals winning the division by a half by, by a game and having to play Joe Burrow in Week 18 to hold on to the division, or what happened in reality, which was the Bengals getting to sit Joe Burrow uh, in Week 18, Week 18 in 2020, 2021, excuse me, because they had the bye. Now last year, of course, 
Joe Burrow didn't play a week in week 17 because of the DeMar Hamlin situation, which was extremely uh, unlikely to be repeated, hopefully, for everyone involved. Mm. So it does feel like there's there's more meat on the bone for Joe Burrow uh, in terms of increasing his numbers. So yeah, I, I could absolutely see why you would take it over. I went over four and a half receiving touchdowns for Hollywood Brown. Arizona Cardinals. Now, admittedly, I don't think betting any overs on the Arizona Cardinals is going to be fun this year. <laughs> they are they are not playing to win this upcoming season. Do you think they're actually tanking? Do I think they're actually tanking? I think they are. I do. I think they are aggressively attempting to get the best possible situation for 2024. I don't believe they are. <laughs> I don't believe they are telling players to lose, but I Enthusiastically believe... Enthusiastically attempting to stink. I believe they are attempting to reset the deck for 2024. I'll, I'll, I'll say that much. And that hurts their players. Obviously, Kyler Murray might not even play all season. He's going to be out for a chunk of the year at the minimum, recovering from his torn ACL. This team just got rid of DeAndre Hopkins. The defense is going to be bad. There's just major issues up and down this roster. But one player that all benefits is Hollywood Brown, who now gets to be the lead receiver in this offense, a role he was very impressive in a year ago, granted with Kyler Murray, before he suffered an injury and DeAndre Hopkins came back last year, first six weeks of the season. Marquise Brown was on pace for 122 receptions for 1,374 yards and eight touchdowns um, before he suffered one of his admittedly many injuries. But it's not like he's suffering injuries typically to keep out for a month he's missed two games in 2019 a game in 2020 a game in 2021 and then last year five games for the first time so usually it's it's hamstring injuries usually it's minor stuff and he's gone over this number comfortably in three of his four seasons in a very run heavy offense in baltimore seven touchdowns as a rookie eight in 2020 six in 2021 even with those minor injuries only last year with three did he go under that number so I understand that Kyler Murray is not going to be there. I understand they're going to be losing a lot of games. That means a lot of garbage time for this Cardinals offense. And I could absolutely see the Cardinals feeding the player who admittedly the old regime gave, but who a regime gave a first round pick to acquire a couple of years ago. So I, I think Marquise Brown has plenty of targets and I think he comfortably goes over this number of four and a half. So I had on my sheet, uh, and I'm, I'm not giving it giving it out like I'm some Twitter <laughs> pal or something. Um, I'm not I'm not releasing this prop, Bill. Uh, <laughs> it was it was what it was an honorable mention. I had under Hollywood Brown receiving yards that I was looking at. I think the garbage time stuff and the somebody it's let's call it the Brandon Cooks corollary. How about that? Sure. Like it's like Brandon Cooks is having another massive game. For the Houston Texans in a three-win season, what is happening? Is well, they have to pass. Oh yeah, like they're losing all the time. They have to throw a ton. You're going to you're going to get targets. There's just not a lot of people, and you know as much as like I would almost argue that Colt McCoy might be better for for Hollywood Brown than Kyler Murray, even if just because of Kyler Murray's you know rushing and et cetera, even though they played together. Um, the the reason I actually had it 
I mean, I'm not going to, I'm not going to take the under there, but the reason I had it listed is because I was comparing it with my next prop, which I can go to if you'd like, please the over another over receiving yards for Terry McLaurin. Now I don't want to suggest that Terry McLaurin and Hollywood Brown are, are similar players in similar situations. Cause I think that would be, insanely insulting to Terry McLaurin, who's an incredible receiver. So if Hollywood Brown's over under is 900 and a half receiving yards, what should Terry McLaurin's be, Bill? Mm-hmm. Probably 900 and a half. Would be my <laughs> you, you think they should be the same? Uh, well, like I, I, I'm really skeptical about Sam Howell. I'm really oh. concerned about Sam Howell. That's my problem. Really? He played one game last year, and he's like, was he a, a fourth, fifth round pick? Like he's what? a fifth round pick now. Now, and granted, um, I have uh, predetermined skepticism that something great is going to happen to Sam Howell because he went to Carolina, and yes. my, my buddy Zeke, who lives in D.C. and is a uh, Washington football fan, is convinced that Sam Howell is going to be the next great D.C. sports star because oh, no. he's going to have to root for him. Oh no. Um, Sam Howell was, was, was going to be a top five pick before his final year at Carolina. Oh, sure. But he had and, the final year at Carolina. <laughs> yes, that is true. Um, we did, we're doing this all 32 series where we check in on each team for the Pick 6 podcast right now. Subscribe, rate, and review, et cetera, uh, wherever you find your podcast. And we had J.P. Finley on, be released next week, who works at 106.7 The Fan. He thinks, they're gonna, he thinks it's Sam Howell's job. Oh, that's a pro football reference. Blessing music. Sorry about that. Um, he thinks it's Sam Howell's job to lose. He thinks Sam Howell's going to get a ton of run. Mm-hmm. And that even if Washington stinks, Sam Howell doesn't play well in the regular season, that Ron Rivera, because the ownership change is happening, mm-hmm. is likely just to let Sam go and just see what he can get out of him. Sam Howell's going to be way more aggressive down the field than Jacoby Brissett would be. Mm-hmm. Shout out to NC State. And I think he's going to be a better quarterback than what Terry McLaurin's had the last few years when – over the four years in his career, he's averaged 1,070 receiving yards per season. He's durable. He doesn't miss time. He's the alpha receiver. And I think Washington will probably throw more with Sam Howell and Eric Bieniemy in town than maybe we expect them to under a Ron Rivera regime. So I like the over Terry McLaurin. I think he gets over 1,000. I just, I, I think easily over 1,000. Hmm. Now yeah. you're actually skeptical. No, no, you're right. I, I regret setting the number too low. It should be like 975. Um, let's I see mean, if we can move it on this on this podcast. That, let's see. We'll, we'll check it tomorrow to see if it moves. <laughs> um, but I mean, you're you're right. Like, uh, you know, Terry McLaurin is awesome. I, I'm doing my my piece on offseason playmaker rankings for, for each of the teams and like thinking about, okay, well, well, well how, would the, how would this group of playmakers do if – they had average quarterback play, average offensive line, average coaching, and just the idea of like imagining Terry McLaurin with a competent quarterback, which he has not had. He said Alex Smith has been his best quarterback, and it was Alex Smith who, you know, was was post leg injury. Alex Smith, who was not the same caliber of player. Like it's it's been really sort of staggering to see how bad his quarterbacks have been Real over bad. the past couple of years. By, by the way, you actually got a name check by JP on that podcast, which oh, will wow. be released next week because he uh, mentioned your. Uh, off-season uh, moves, 
Yeah. And how like the sale of Washington was like beat out the Jets getting Rodgers, which we both agree is 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 the correct call. Oh, heck, not even close. Rodgers was like 21 and the and the commanders were number one. <laughs> um, it, I, originally, it was just, just going to be a picture of Daniel Snyder was going to be the entire comment, but I felt bad because people were going to pay for it. So I had I wrote something instead. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I, you know, I think Terry McLaurin is a, a top 10 NFL wide receiver um, in a vacuum. And if he was on the Chiefs, oh boy, this would be yeah, a boy. very, very different conversation will um i believe in sam howell so i I guess that it sort of boils down to that like i think sam howell is going to be better than people expect i think sam howell will be this year's davis mills where a a month in we're like why why didn't they go get anybody besides then i guess i got jacoby reset which is more but like why didn't they go get more this offseason, why did they come into the offseason the season thinking he was the guy? Like, I feel like that's where we're going to be. All right, Bill, uh, I'll bet you, I'll bet you a, a beverage of your choice. Yeah, a diet Pepsi, diet Pepsi, um, versus my uh, ranch water. So okay, bad, bad odds for you here. Sna- snake water, <laughs> snake water, <laughs> goose water, um, Goose Island IPA. How about that? Sure. Uh, that Sam Howell at some point. In 2023, win somebody a million dollars in DraftKings. Okay, sounds good okay. to me. Excited to track that bet. I I will hope. Hopefully, it's you. Frankly, I've, I have meats. I have so too, Bill. I'll, I will buy you as many Diet Pepsi's as you as you want. Beautiful. Uh, that's the dream for me. Okay, a um, couple more here. I'll, I'll give you one more, and then you can finish up with one. Um, hmm, hmm. Do you want to go Giants or Panthers? Oh. Why don't we do a little more rapid fire and get a ball in? I want I, I, I want to hear both of those because you're a Giants guy and I'm a you know I'm curious what your Panthers angle is. I'm guessing Bryce Young. No, it's DJ Chark. I have I have DJ Chark under. I had it at seven twenty five and a half. It's now six seventy five and a half. I like DJ Chark as a player. I think this wide receiver room is wide open, but. DJ Chark is not 100%. He's already dealing with an ankle injury. He missed time each of the last two years with injuries. Um, he was still recovering from the torn ACL, really. Hopefully, he's 100%, but not crazy to think that he might be injured for a chunk of the year. Not crazy to think that he could be not Bryce Young's favorite target. Not crazy to think that Panthers could be running the ball a ton and not throwing very often for this offense. So a lot of reasons why I would go under DJ Chark. Yeah, I mean... They have Terrace Marshall, who was a second-round pick in 2021. Previous regime, but certainly could get use out of him. Drafted Jonathan Mingo out of Ole Miss. Shout out to Oxford yep. in, uh, in, in this year in the second round. Signed Adam Thielen. Signed Hayden Hurst. And neither of those two are real sexy, but, I mean, you're talking about guys who are reliable pass catchers for a rookie quarterback. And LaVisca Sunal is is there as well. Shai Smith actually got some mm-hmm. decent run, I feel like. Um, Demir Bird is still around, which is amazing. There's a lot of bodies on this depth chart. I don't think that TJ Chark is. I mean, necessary. Yeah, I, I don't, I don't, I don't think he is by any stretch of the imagination guaranteed to see a ton of targets here. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I agree. And my other one, this is another. Is he going to make the team bet? Isaiah yep. Hodgins under four hundred twenty-five and a half. Receiving yards. I mean, you were picking on some. This, I mean, this is this is the way to bet these though is to target, like, the fact that these player props are available in June again is insane. 
yes. to target the back end of these depth charts where like, Isaiah Hodgins could be working for another, like, like in another industry. Yes. Yeah, and, and he might be the number one receiver for the Giants. Like, that's not sure. out of the <laughs> possibility either. This is a a a fluid situation with this Giants offense, but there is like seven or eight number twos and number threes in this offense. I think, you know, Wanda Robinson will start on IR. I think Sterling Shepard might start on IR to begin the season. Those guys are not going to be 100%. Jameson Crowder might not make the team. But, you know, Isaiah Hodgins is a, a player who they, they brought in from Buffalo. Um, he came over. He had a, a decent role for a chunk of the season last year. And he's a, you know, I'm happy he has an NFL job. I think he's a worthy of an NFL deal. But it's not like he's such a a guarantee that like you would feel you would feel like there's a 100 chance he's going to make the roster and a very strong chance he's going to have a role throughout the entire season last year he caught nearly 79 percent of the passes thrown in his direction during his time with the giants he was an every down player but again i, I just I look at that roster. I look at, at the the fluidity. I look at what they brought in. They didn't add a star, but they brought in both. They could still add DeAndre Hopkins. I will point out as well. I don't think they're going to, but they could. Um, so to me, I, I sort of feel like this is a a guy who, if he plays all year, might not get 425 yards. He could get hurt. He could be released. He could be buried on the depth chart. He does not play special teams, so he's not going to be on the raw. He's not going to be active if he's the fourth or fifth wide receiver in this offense so lots of ways you can get under that number it doesn't feel good and if he has like 80 yards in week one you're going to be you're going to be nervous but it I, I just think that there's a lot of ways this could go in the favor of people taking the under here yep um i've got one uh okay i got two one i'll give out really quick i mean give out i gotta stop saying that that's terrible um mac jones over passing touchdowns is 18 and a half it was 16 and a half which is an insane jump. Uh, you can, if you listen to the earlier part of the podcast, you can ascertain which prop I might be referring to from an ETR perspective. Now, um, it's it, to me that's simply a you're betting against Joe Judge and Matt Patricia. <laughs> it's just I mean it's, it's good it's good it's good math. Um, but the other one I like that falls in line with the two that you just pointed out. Tim Patrick, love Tim Patrick, great player. Under 540 and a half receiving yards. Mm -hmm. I looked at the Saints' number two wide receiver in the final five years of Drew Brees' run with Sean Payton. Drew Brees, Russell Wilson, the obvious you know, similarity here. Ted Ginn, 2019, 56 targets, 30 catches, 421 yards. Traquan Smith in 2018, 44 targets, 28 catches, 427 yards. Ted Ginn again in 2017, 70 targets, 53 catches, 787 yards. Brandon Cooks and Michael Thomas both had over 1,000 in 2016. And Willie Sneed, 101 targets, 69 wow. catches, 984 yards. I mean, gave Willie Sneed 101 targets. Now, you might be saying... Several of those would have gone over that number. Yes, that's true. But Tim Patrick's the number three wide receiver on the Broncos behind Cortland Sutton and Jerry Judy, unless Jerry Judy got traded in between. He might, he might be the number four receiver. He might be the number four wide receiver. Exactly. Um, it, it, it sort of falls in line with, you know, your Hodgins and DJ Chark logic, where because there's this proliferation of gambling it's legal in a lot of places now it'll be legal in North Carolina in 2024. Woo. Um, <laughs> there are so many of these prop bets that are out there and you can get these unders on these guys who are 
just not guaranteed to see a ton of snaps or a ton of playing time. I mean, like Jerry Judy could get traded and Tim Patrick could be elevated. But Sean Payton has a history of concentrated targets. And when you go back and look at these Saints offenses, there's a ton, a ton, Bill. And granted, Alvin Kamara, a different animal, but a ton of targets going to the running backs. He's going to make life easy for Russell Wilson. He's going to draw, dump the ball off. He's going to let, he's not going to let Russ cook. He's going to cook and he's going to let Russ be a sous chef. Yeah. And it's, he, he is incentivized to make Russell Wilson look good. That is not going to mean Russell Wilson running around trying to make plays happen. It's going to be Russell Wilson staying in the structure of the offense, throwing it to the guys first or second read. And I think Tim Patrick is going to suffer because of that. Maybe he's the downfield threat, but you know, in terms of yardage, I don't think he gets there. Yeah, and could get traded, could end up in our situation where he's not in a significant role, um, could get injured, of course, coming off of a torn ACL. You know, hopefully he's healthy, but a lot of ways this could go your way, Will. So after you're celebrating winning a million dollars by uh, <laughs> uh, on, on, on your Sam Howell double stack, um, hopefully you'll hit this Tim Patrick prop as well. Uh, Jahan Dotson, by the way, 800 and a half receiving yards over under. Yeah. That's a little high given Terry McLaurin at 950. Well, I mean, you got Sam Howell, so you might as well. How, how oh, I'm, high... double, I'm double stacking, baby. <laughs> okay. Well, well, it'll be tougher to get you as a guest once you've won a million dollars in DraftKings. But until then, where can people check out all the stuff you do? Uh, I'm actually writing again, Bill, which is exciting and fun. Uh, who doesn't love my written work? Um, you can listen to the Pick 6 podcast. We have daily shows. Uh, we're back doing daily with the all 32 series where we break down, uh, Katie Mox and I talk to a insider from each team. Actually, it's Ron Davenport on to talk about the Titans and, uh, Courtney Cronin, two of your colleagues nice. from ESPN talk about yeah. the bears on this series. And of course, cbsports.com. You want to uh, follow me on Twitter, Instagram at Will Brinson on both. Beautiful. Well, thank you so much, my friend. Always fun, Bill. All right, thanks so much to Will Brinson. Of course, one of the most frequent contributors to the Bill Barnwell Show. Love having Will on. Hope you guys enjoyed a different look at some NFL stuff here as we approach the quietest part of the NFL season. Hopefully, even if you're not someone who is inclined to or go place a bet, or if you're not in a place where it's legal to go place a bet, uh, you still found the conversation about these players interesting. More football on the way. Of course, we're going to hit every single variety of NFL topic during the offseason before we get closer to the NFL year. Hope you guys are having a great summer. It's the first day of summer as we record this, and we'll have more on the way for you all summer long here on the Bill Barnwell Show.